And I'm Laz, and we're a husband and wife team, both pro musicians, talking all things heavy metal. And today, something very exciting we've got in store for you. Uh, Metallica just dropped their new single yesterday, and it's called If Darkness Had a Sun. I'm sure you've heard about it because everyone's buzzing about it, and we're here to discuss it today. So I think it's only fair really to sort of talk about the positive and negative sides because yeah. it's a song review, you know, we've got to be impartial despite Metallica being one of our favourite bands. You know, we've got to give the credit where it's due and maybe give the criticism where it's due as well. Um, to start off with, I think we just address the, the big elephant in the room and for me that's the drumming. Now, yeah. I've always been a defender of Lars Ulrich because in the same way that I've always defended Ringo Starr from the Beatles, you know, people with Ringo is like, oh, he's the least talented member of the Beatles and the same with Lars. But in the end, they both do the job and they both do the job that suits the music um, that it needs, really. Mm -hmm. And despite the issues with Lars and drumming in the past, you listen to albums like Master of Puppets and Justice for All and the drumming on there is fantastic. I don't think anyone could have done any better. I think the personality of that drum, of those drums, is what makes the album so good. So credit where it's due to Lars for his whole career. But in terms of this song, I just find it lacking a bit. Um, the first, the first few seconds of the song, it's just drums, isn't it? And it's odd. Yeah. It sounds like the drum production sounds really weird. It sounds like eighties drums. It sounds like yeah. very over, overproduced. Um, yeah, a little bit, just a bit synthetic to me, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. But you know what? Uh, to be honest with you, when I heard that just kick drum in the beginning, yes, production was. I completely agree with you. But energy wise. I was like, okay, cool. I'm ready for something like anthemic, maybe something yeah. like epic and cool. And it just, yeah, didn't go that way quite go that way. But yeah. it seems to me that the drums don't actually suit the rest of the songs, uh, the rest mm. of the song. So you've okay. got these riffs that, I mean, a lot of people online are comparing the riffs of this song to uh, Harvester of Sorrow. Um, and things like Shortest Straw from Man Justice for All. And I agree because the riffs, they're kind of death metal-y. They're kind of, you know, really kind yeah. of chuggy, um, intricate rhythms, sort of complexity as well. And the drums are just not matching that. If you go and listen to Harvester of Sorrow, the drums are fantastic because they're chopping and changing, you know, four bars of this, then a four bars of quick kick drums and you know it, it's it's forever evolving and the riffs are staying the same but the drums are the one that's changing and yeah. bringing more interest to the song but with this song it, it's just like they're not they're not combining together the way they should um yeah. and i mean I, I don't i don't blame lars maybe it was one of the other band members that said play a drum pattern like this but in the end you know i think the drums is what's laying it down here but now let's look at some positives. I think the riffs yeah. in the verses are really yeah. cool. Uh, well, the verses and the main song riff. I'm really liking this. Very Unjustice for All. The, the, you know, the chorus and the verses, I think they're very Black Album-esque. Yeah. They're kind of, they're not simple, but they, you know what you're getting. It's yeah. kind of one riff that's repeated. It's not complicated. No. But that's that's the beauty of it, because it's very headbangy. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I can, I can really enjoy this and get into it. But you know how you said that it's very black album esque. Yes. I when I was listening to it last night, um, I just had this feeling that I heard this before. I was like, yeah. where did I hear this before? And I was racking my brain. I was like, I told you, yeah. I was like, tell me, where did I hear this before? I think you hear elements of wherever I may roam. 
from the Black Album. I think you've got some load elements in there. Maybe that comes down to the drumming and the simplicity of the drumming. Yeah. Yep. Um, I already mentioned the riffage is very similar to Injustice for All. So I think. You know, we said that the first song, Lux Eterna, was very much a, um, a throwback to the Kill em All days. Very fast, uh -huh. very short, very quick and done, you know, simple riffs. And Screaming Suicide, we kind of said that that was more reminiscent of their later albums, Death Magnetic and Hardwired. And here, I'm hearing Black Album. I've got it written here, actually. I'm hearing the accessibility of the Black Album because you've got sing-along choruses, easygoing yeah. verse riffs. Uh, I'm hearing the intricacy and the complex or complexity on the other side of this are of the riffage from Injustice for All. And then you've got the sort of garageness of the production, which yeah. is what makes reminds me of Load. Yeah, and I have to say, if we're talking about the pros of this track, I really love the chorus. Yeah, chorus it's a great really cool. chorus. I really don't like the verse. And in comparison to the chorus, I'm like, Yes, the chorus is yeah. here, you know, just really the verses didn't do anything to yeah. me, but the chorus is great and I think it's a very catchy melody indeed. Yeah, that's interesting because I really like the verse. I thought there was something very dark and heavy about it. I know the first yeah. part of the verse is just one word, temptation, but there's kind <laughs> of a darkness behind it. There's a haunting, lingering dissonance You're and right. darkness behind it. And I like how it kind of sits on that word four times and then the verse kind of, you know, transcends into something a little more intricate, a little more evolved, and then you get the remaining verse, and then it builds up to the chorus, which I like. See, it's it's all a matter of opinion, isn't it? Yeah, it's all very subjective, always. and it's like, I just, I don't know, I just felt a little bit like it's lacking something, like it needs something else, and I was glad when the chorus was there. In terms of playing, like I said, you know, the, we, we're hearing good riffs that are complex and hard to, not, not hard to play necessarily, you know, you'd expect it with Metallica, but performance-wise, it all sounds great. I enjoyed Kirk's playing. Uh, his solo, I thought, was great. Um, and nothing groundbreaking, nothing we haven't heard before, but just a standard Kirk solo. You've got the uh, nice movement and melodies intertwining, followed by some speed picking and some fast showy off bits, which is what solo's for. Um, so yeah, overall, I thought it was okay. Uh, I think it's in, in, interesting to see what people were saying about it online yesterday because yeah. there was a lot of hate, a lot of hate. Lots and, you know, you, we're asking the question. I don't, I don't think we've come up with a title for this video yet, but I think a good question to ask is, are Metallica running out of ideas? Yeah. Because all we're hearing really is just recycled, repeated ideas. You know, you could you could take each section of this song, you could take the main riff and stick it in Unjustice for All. You can take the chorus and stick it in the black album. You can take this bit and stick it in load. They just sound very similar. It's just such a shame because we are fans of Metallica. We love Metallica. And it just, it just really breaks my heart to be saying stuff like this. Yeah. But um, it doesn't feel fresh, does it? It feels like it's been recycled. That That's all I can think of, really. I think if you look at bands nowadays, like, you know, Iron Maiden and Metallica, they're, especially Iron Maiden, Iron Maiden have had a sound, a very distinctive sound from, well, I mean, for their entire career, but, up, you know, through, through their career, they've gone up and down. They've done folky elements with Dance of Death. They've done sort of proper, the standard traditional heavy metal with Brave New World. They kind of fluctuated, but the last few, you know, the last three, four, five Iron Maiden albums have had a very similar sound. Yeah. And I wonder if we're now at this point with Metallica, because you had Death Magnetic, which I thought was a cracking album, Hardwired, which was good, and this feels like the next part on. But whereas Death Magnetic and Hardwired had, their, had this own kind of 
I don't know, I'm almost inclined to say hard rock. It okay. was it was it was still heavy metal, obviously, but it was just standard rock that was a bit more intricate intricate, a bit more complex. Whereas what we're hearing from these three new songs is we're hearing older Metallica ideas. So your point is correct. It is it isn't fresh. We're not being delivered anything new. No. But I do like that we're seeing old glimpses of uh or we're seeing glimpses of older Metallica characteristics. So one thing I've noticed about all these songs is the simplicity in it. Because yeah. even though this song's, you know, clocking in at six and a half minutes, there's actually only a handful of riffs that are used. And then they reorganize them. They use this for the verse, this for the chorus. Then during the solo, they re they bring back the intro riff and put the chorus riff. There's, it's not like, you know, if you listen to the song, and Justice for All, the, the song goes everywhere. And there are so many riffs and so many directions, tempo changes, time changes. Here, it's all kind of staying on one line. Uh, and despite the length of the song... It's still a simple song, I think. Um, and that is what I have liked about all of these songs that they've released. The simplicity, because I still I feel like we're still hearing good old Metallica. Um, is it the best stuff they've ever released? No, far from it, in my opinion. Um, and that's my question to you. What do you think about all these new songs and which one's your favourite? Oh, interesting. I completely agree with you about the simplicity. That's definitely something that... Uh, you know, we can definitely hear from song to song in these three singles. Um, my favourite song, interesting. You know, I thought about it yesterday, actually. I was like, which one do I like the most? I think I'd have to go with Lux Eterna. Yeah. I do. It just has that energy in it. Uh, very simple but very catchy chorus, like it's still ringing in my head. It's so easy yeah, it is, to yeah. remember. I do like this chorus also, but that's probably pretty much all I liked in the song. I like yeah. the solo as well. Mm -hmm. You know, if, we, if we're going to dissect it, I'm sure I'll find other things that I enjoyed. But ultimately, I think it has to be Lux Turner. What about you? Uh, this one's my favourite one so far because I like... I love Death Magnetic and I love that a lot of the songs on that album are quite long and also on Hardwired as well. Mm -hmm. But for me here, there is a familiarity. There is, uh, a, oh, I said it, familiarity with the riffs. I, I hear it and I, I, I can tell, you know, we said it's not fresh, but no. I can still tell, oh, this is a riff I haven't heard before. Right. So although it reminds me of Unjustice for All, it's still a fresh idea of a riff. Okay, okay. So we're hearing yeah. little characteristics drawn from this album, from that album, this one. It's not groundbreaking and we're not sat here going, oh my God, Metallica have reinvented metal. It's still not fresh, but I still like that we're hearing glimpses of the old Metallica in the form of some riffage. So this is the third single coming up from the new album, 72 Seasons. I'm not entirely sure we'll get any more because the album's out in a month. Um, one month and 10 days, I think. Uh, so very exciting stuff. I mean, how's the album shaping up for you? From what you've heard, what are you thinking? I'm really excited. Like, nothing can take the excitement away from that's, me. That's exactly it. Because yeah. despite the fact that we've sat here and criticised elements of the songs, that but you have to understand, that's because I've been listening to Metallica for the best part of 15 years. Mm -hmm. So when something, well, when I hear a new song and it doesn't, fill me 100% with excitement, There's, it's okay to yeah. criticise, it's okay to say, I don't really like this section, but you still can't contain my yeah. excitement, because it's Metallica, it's like, come on, the new Metallica album, yeah, what's brilliant. there not to be excited about? 
So thank you so much for being here with us today. I hope you are as excited as we are for the upcoming album 72 Seasons and we uh, will be reviewing this album quite a bit so please stick around for that and uh, give us a follow on our socials also and don't forget to subscribe to this channel for new videos. I think we're probably going to do multiple album reviews for this one aren't we we'll probably do a short concise one of our overall feelings about the yeah. album and then we'll probably do a longer in-depth one track by track because as we said it's metallica so thank you for joining us don't forget that if you don't have time to sit and watch a video we've got a dedicated podcast which is just the audio taken from the video uh, and available on all your podcasting platforms thank you for joining us and have a metal day have a lovely day we will see you very soon